Welcome to Heart Speak Podcast, episode 176, Revealing Earth Mysteries. Welcome to the Heart Speak Podcast, where valuable insights are shared that bypass the mind and resonate with the heart. Listen, open your heart, become inspired, find the joy and fulfillment that awaits when you follow your heart. And now, here's your host, Dr. Christine Page. Well, hello there, wherever you are in the world, you are welcome. So good to be back with you. And we are in some very interesting and exciting times. And thank you for your comments and your thoughts about last week's podcast, about synapses, time crystals, the very quality of time. I've been working with this since before the podcast and since, and I just give you one little thought. Synapses, as I see them, are a gap, a space. They're not empty, they're full of possibilities. Do you remember me talking about as if you have many different connections you can make if you choose? And what I've found is that when I'm in a space of my synapse, I imagine myself sitting in this very comfortable chair in the middle of many opportunities, many doorways or many passageways that I could walk down. And what I see is that when I have a connection, whether it's to someone or something, I have that connection and then bring back to that chair, me sitting in my chair, the wisdom that I've learned or what have I gained or how have I grown because of that connection. Now, often I will maybe have a reaction and my mind will naturally want to overanalyze it and think about it. But now when I just bring myself back to my chair, I ask myself, what benefit would it be for me to get lost in those reactions? And what purpose would it be for me to continue that connection? Am I going to grow? Does it nurture me? Am I learning anything? And if I'm not by continuing that connection going in my own mind, then I stop thinking it. Now, I hope that helps some of us, not just me, because sometimes we may leave something, you know, move away from a, some relationship or connection, but it keeps going in our minds. So I found that that just really keeps the connection going. So being able to step back into the synapse, sit in your chair and say, does me thinking about this, feeling things, actually empower me? Or disempower me. Hope that helps. Now let's move on because there is so much happening in astronomy, astrology that connects so much with what I wanted to share with you and will share with you is the launching of my Earth Mysteries series. I've been working on the principle of wanting to share with you virtual journeying for many years. The idea came to me because it feels that, you know, many times we cannot journey to all these places, but I have had the fortunate life to take me to many of these places. And I'll be sharing places that I haven't been to, but I, I know a lot about because of my reading or my exploration. But uh, as we all got locked down, I realized that virtual travel was really a very good thing to be doing. And I also realized that 
many of the sites that I've visited over the years are also closing down or the governments are closing them down or not making them so accessible as they were. So it felt to me as like, if I can create a video and literally encourage you to walk with me on a path into that place and that we can both use our imagination to do that, we can then share our experience of being in that place through my insights, through your intuitive insights, and perhaps through my own sharing of things that I've learned. And that if we travel there together, no government, nobody can stop us stepping over barriers that may be in the way or stepping beyond those places which we've been told we can't enter anymore. So this is why I developed Earth Mistress. It's so that I can take you and you can journey with me and learn and grow and experience, but most importantly, make the most of these amazing sacred sites, some of which are natural, some of which are man-made, that I believe have been there for thousands of years, some of them created by our ancestors to leave a message to leave doors that could be opened at this time, to share secrets. And I believe that time is now. If you're interested in going further, I'm offering two free one-hour webinars on the 17th and 22nd of February. And you can sign up for those, register for those on my website as you're Go onto my homepage, you'll see the calendar and you can click there and you'll be taken to your choice of which date you prefer. You can, of course, join both. I always change things as I move forward. But you can also see my Earth Mysteries offering on my website as well. And I'm going to come back to that, but I wanted to say that I'm so excited to launch this, especially when I become aware of how much is happening on an astronomical level as well as astrological. Let's talk about the astronomy first. As I prepare this podcast, I become aware and I'm hearing that there is a solar wind, an energy moving towards our planet. And it was strong enough to actually bring down 40 satellites that Elon Musk had just put in the sky. Of course, he's wanting 12,000 or many more out there, but it really affected them. Now, if you know anything about solar winds or electromagnetic fields that come from the sun or they come from the galaxy, they have the potential of impacting satellites, electronic communications, and our own thinking. And so when these winds come in, if we want to see it that way, it's bringing not only energy from the sun, but also from the galaxy, from the cosmos. And this is why I'm always talking and others are talking about this amazing consciousness that's being carried in by these winds. But what's fascinating at this time is that the sun is actually quite quiet. So we say, well, why is it that a relatively small solar flare, solar wind, is having such a big impact on our satellites and our thinking, our consciousness. That's because the 
earth magnetic field has been weakening and weakening and now the weakening is speeding up so just to say i'll put it in simple terms because i'm going to do another podcast on this uh, in a few weeks we always believe that there was a very strong magnetic north and a magnetic south or let's just say two poles that were opposite but what's happening is the difference between those two poles has been weakening the magnetic field is weakening and so for aircraft they've been having to move their instruments because it's what we call uh, uh, it's actually declining in its ability to hold this energy and because of that we now see so-called north pole magnetic reading is in siberia and the south pole magnetic reading is actually now nowhere near the antarctica all right so as this weakening happens it means that instead of us having a strong magnetic field around the earth that protects us from solar winds or solar flares or electromagnetic fields we don't have that protection anymore so this is then allowing cosmic rays solar rays galactic rays to reach us and i've got to say yay let's go for it so just to be clear this isn't about a strong solar activity this is about a weak magnetic earth magnetic field now you may be reading a lot about what we call a magnetic excursion now greg braden talked about the earth magnetic fields flipping completely all right and this happens over hundreds of thousands of years but we are overdue for such a flip now what's an excursion excursion is when you could say if you want to say the north pole is uh, or the north magnetic field is positive and the south is negative you start to see little positive energies appearing in what we call the southern hemisphere and we see negative ones appearing in the northern and so we have been seeing that for some years now but what's happening is that will the will the majority of that magnetic field actually flip to the south one could say and flip to the north which has happened 42,000 years ago and the more I read, more and more people are talking about what happened there. They're seeing it in the trees. They're seeing it in the stones. What would happen to us with all our electronics? What would happen in the world if this, if this occurred? And the answer is nobody knows. Nobody knows. We can see the effect. We probably know that many species could not survive that. Could we? I don't know. And I think what we have to do is why i feel very strongly about my earth mysteries work is if nothing more we have to learn to connect to the earth not just as a guardian of our earth or eating good food we have to understand her consciousness we have to understand that the earth is not this solid block of energy that has animals and, and rocks and trees on it but is a conscious being in her own right. We call her Gaia. And that Gaia herself is perfecting herself. She is changing. Her consciousness is changing just as much, 
due to those galactic and cosmic energies as we are. And so the more we connect to her consciousness, the more likely is that we will be able to ride on this wave of change. What does that look like? Does that mean that Christine's going to survive in this physical body? My, earth, my house is going to survive? I don't know. But what I do know, and you've heard me say this before, is that I think we're living one of Gaia's dreams. And that if I can connect to a consciousness, through my consciousness, not through my physical form, but through my her consciousness, I believe we actually can move through this, whatever that means. I do not see a purpose for the earth itself destroying itself. That doesn't seem to be valuable. But this magnetic excursion or flipping, we don't know what would happen. Can we survive that? What would that do to the very core of our earth, the crust of our earth? Or should I say, how do we connect that? And I will talk again about this in another podcast. So what does that look like? So before you all panic and rush around, just continue doing what you've been doing. Stay, stay with your heart, feet on the ground, root into Mother Earth, live in harmony with her. Don't need to save her. It's about finding our own resonance, resonating with her energy. This is again part of Earth Mysteries. How do we how do we intuitively connect to her energies? Not through our minds, not through some sort of there's the earth and there's me, but really through a resonant patterning. And I feel that this part of our lives, we've been so focused on COVID and our bodies, which has been really important. What is my body? How can my body survive this? Well, maybe our bodies are changing. What does it mean to have natural immunity? What does it mean to wake up all our DNA? What does that mean? Maybe that changes the way we relate to our body or relate to the earth. It's got to be good. And it may mean that rather than rushing off to another planet and living on some other planet, we move with her. We move our consciousness with her. We relate to the plants and the rocks in a way that is about resonance, respect, honoring, that they too are just another species on this planet. They're not there for our use. They're there to show us that we too are just part of Gaia's dreams. And being able to listen to the earth without fear, without disconnection, is a really important part of this work that we're doing. I believe that all these sacred sites, all these places that you may have around your home that are sacred, maybe it's a sacred well, a sacred group of trees, you might not have considered them sacred, but if you live in Ireland, you have fairy rings, rings of trees. Maybe you do have wells near your home. Maybe you have lakes, maybe you're near oceans, maybe you're near mountains. These are all special places. They're all places 
that have been designed over millions of years to evolve with Gaia. And the more we connect to her and connect to these places, the more we will also evolve. And so let's just look at what's going on astrologically now. Astrologically, we have a full moon in Leo on the 16th of February. I love Leo. Leo is the lion. Leo is the courage. Leo is the leader. And before you tell me, oh, well, I'm a Leo and I don't have any of those things. Yes, you do. Leos light the spotlight. They light their hair. They're always playing with their hair or, because it's their mane. And I felt that with this Leo full moon, and I don't have a lot of Leo in my chart, but it's time to step into the spotlight. It's time to follow my heart. It's time to have courage. Does that resonate with you? You see, everything I've done up to now, and I can look at all my books that represent this, every one of those are a petal in my flower, my, my fullness of my flower. I was brought up in a psychic world. I, I was always intuitive. Hence my books like Beyond the Obvious, Teaching Intuition. I was brought up with healers, mediums, understanding complementary medicine long before I went to medical school. So my love of mind, body, spirit medicine, holistic medicine is always there. So hence all the work I do around holistic health, listening to your body. I was brought up with a very strong matriarchal lineage of my mother, loved by the men, and hence my work with women and rituals and returning to the inner power, the innate powers within us as women. And now here's my earth mistress work. I remember being taken and going as a very small child, running around Stonehenge, and then believing that trees were magical and speaking to the trees and enjoying watching and listening to the birds. I was very sm small when I did all of that. And then being introduced to this amazing site on the Isle of Arran when I was about 14 years old and walking into the mist and seeing this stone circle and thinking, oh my goodness, this is home. This is where I resonate. And hence, then traveling around the world, first with my own family and now my wonderful husband, to, to see all these different places. So what I'm saying to you for this full moon in Leo, where is your heart wanting to open? Where is, where is your, your flower not fully open? What is one of your petals, or maybe more than one, that you're still hiding? These aren't just your gifts and talents. These are your passions. These are what you're good at. This is what drives you. And this connects very much with, at the moment, we have Venus and Mars in Capricorn next to Vesta. Vesta is very much, she's connected to Bridget, we spoke about a few weeks ago. And this is about, what is my passion? Mars is all about passion. Venus is about, what do I love? Capricorn is all about aligning to ourselves. But it isn't a line as such, it's about resonating with ourselves. What part of me 
wants to sing out. That's the lion. The lion doesn't have to be aggressive. It just has to say, I'm here, I've arrived. That's the full moon in Leo. And remind ourselves that this is a time not to be small. And what we're seeing is that as Venus and Mars align to Pluto, we're being shown in the world those who hold power who are not in alignment to their truth or those who believe they're powerful but actually are just little people within big clothes. As at the end of this month and all of this month, this Venus-Mars alignment conjunction, which goes on for two months, they, they walk together, our passion and our love coming together, they first of all say, align to our truth. Align to the integrity that lives within you. And anything that does not sound integral, that cannot be, cannot be questioned, is not integrity. Those who choose not to be questioned are not powerful. So asking ourselves, what is true for me? And if it can't be questioned, then let it go. Because only those things that are deeply, deeply embodied love questioning, love being asked, tell me more about this. When you can speak from that place, you know, this is my truth. This is who I am. And this follows because we also have Mercury is also very closely aligning to, first of all, Pluto. And then it moves on and it's going to be near Uranus. I just want to put a correction in there. Uh, the Venus-Mars conjunction with Pluto is going to happen at the end of this month but much earlier we're going to have mercury aligning to pluto so this is really saying that mercury will be saying mercury is about our voice our intellect and that's where i was feeling about speaking our truth <sighs> i listen to people who say something but there's no depth pluto says what's the depth what's can you speak from the power within you or is it just superficial chatter that has no power in it? And first of all, as I say, we're going to see Mercury moving on into Aquarius. And it's going to start to come to a point where it will be squaring Uranus. Now, this is into March, and I'll be speaking more about this at another time. But Mercury is about not just speaking, but communication. Uranus is about sudden change. You remember I was talking about what's going on in the sky with the satellites, the communication? We could see some very sudden changes happening in our ability to communicate with each other. We could see many changes happening suddenly. And I think we just had to be prepared for that. How would we communicate if the satellites weren't there? How would we know where we're going if the satellites weren't there? So many of us rely on a GPS or a sat-nav. Would you know how to read a map? Would you know how to work with money? All of these things, I think, are going to be tested. 
how do we come together? So we have this amazing time, time both in the sky, within astrology, and within ourselves. We have Pluto, conjunct Pluto, in the, the USA chart. This will be a great transformational time for the US, but it's not just happening in the US, it's happening everywhere. It's affecting the whole world. And it's all about transformation, power, and truth. And it's not truth as in just speaking, it's about aligning to that truth. Aligning to the core of who we are as human beings, the core of each of us. How do we do this? And so I leave you with those thoughts. I hope you'll join me on my Introducing Earth Mysteries, those one-hour uh, <laughs> webinars that I'm going to be holding. As I say, you can register for those on my website. But also look at uh, perhaps some of the videos that I'm offering. You can go to my store on the website and see those. And whether or not you join me on any of those things, remember that this is a time where it's not about just body-centered consciousness, however important that is. The fight, the battle is going to be for earth consciousness now, for the secrets of the earth, the, the gems of the earth. This, if I may say, battleground, it's not just about the earth, it's about the earth's place not only in the solar system, but in the galaxy, in the cosmos. There is so much interest and activity occurring within the stars because Earth's transformation, Earth's consciousness is important. And if we choose to go along with that, our consciousness will also change. This is about Earth now because we all exist through our own physical form, through our own consciousness, as a tiny fragment of Earth. She needs us all on board now, opening those petals to who we truly are and shining forth as only the sun can do in our Leo heart space. Until next time now. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the HeartSpeak Podcast with Dr. Christine Page. Please check out all HeartSpeak episodes in the podcast archive section on www.christinepage.com. HeartSpeak is also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and now playing on Amazon Music and iHeartRadio. You can also watch the archive podcast on Christine's channel on YouTube, and now on Rumble. Connect with Christine on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, including her newest Facebook group, The Great Mother Calling. Do share with family, friends, colleagues. Join us next time for another edition of HeartSpeak.